<laughs> Welcome back to Talking Lead. This is episode 53. Season 2, episode 3. <laughs> what do y'all think we should do? Should we stick with episode number or should we do seasons and episodes? We do it like The Walking Dead. Season 2, episode 3, damn it. Or we just do it like Talking Lead. <clears throat> season, episode I, I think three. you should be the first Talking Lead and not the next Walking Dead. Oh. Nobody asked you. <laughs> Actually... Zeke, yeah, Zeke is nobody, so. Oh, <laughs> ouch! If y'all don't recognize the uh, voice on the other line, that would be Mr. Jared Markle. And we also have Mr. Paul Markle with us, too. Yes, indeed, we do. We're doing collab. Do they have us with them? Or, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of How like this it? weird metaphysical question. Are we with y'all or are y'all with us? I think we're all together. There we go. Good. Good answer. Col- Good answer. Col- I like that we're, answer. We're doing, we're doing season two of Collab One. <laughs> <laughs> Point five. <laughs> yeah. So do y'all want to talk about why we're uh, collaborating again? Because that's what the fans want, that's, and that's what we give them. They want the reason why we're collaborating? No, you hippie. They want, <laughs> they want, to hear they want another collaboration. That's what it is. Okay. <laughs> it was such a hit the first time. That we decided to do it again. Very true. We all went down to Las Vegas for this little convention thing uh, called SHOT Show 2014 and had a pretty darn good time. That's what we did this week in guns. What'd y'all think? How'd y'all like it? Y'all been before. This was our first one. I enjoyed it. Uh, it was, I think I've been going for six years now. Maybe, maybe seven. I don't know. I'm getting old is what I'm saying. Uh, and it kind of falls around my birthday every year. My birthday's January 11th, so it's kind of nice I get to go to Vegas for uh, for SHOT Show. It's a lot of work, but it's also a lot of fun, and uh, so I enjoyed it. And you got a nice birthday cigar, too. Yeah, I did. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> You're welcome. That was our first night there. We got to hang out with you guys in the, uh, what was it called again? At Casa Fuente. Casa Fuente. It's a cigar bar there in the Vinicius. shops. Innovation. No, it's shops connected to Caesars. Caesars. Yeah. Caesars. It's the, the forum shops. Yeah. On, on the first floor. So check them out. Tell them that Student of the Gun sent you. And you introduced us to a couple of cool guys there, too. Yep. Our buddy Corkram. Our yep. buddy Corkram was there. And uh, we had some mojitos. I, I'm, I don't what you, know what you guys had. What did you have? You had scotch. I had scotch, yeah. I've got, this, I've got the same scotch in my cup right now, too. I had water. And FYI, I'm, I'm not armed. I'm drinking and I'm not armed. The, the beer light is on. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, we did. We started off our week um, on, a, on a relaxing note because once it gets going, it never stops. It goes basically for four days straight with nonstop. So uh, that's our, our new tradition. Well, it's your new tradition, Talking Lead Guys. Heck yeah. It's been, it's been Jared and my tradition for going on. I think this is the fourth year that we've done that, huh, Jared? It is a very good tradition. It's a nice kind of relaxer before we start the storm every week or every year. Yeah, and talk about storm. A storm it definitely was because uh, me and Left Hand realized we're going to have to train before next year. Dude, I <laughs> trained. I was in the gym high every day. And run, long, run long runs. No, and there's stuff. nothing can prepare you for this. It's no. Just, it's just un, unpreparable for. You know, you just got to do it once. And then you kind of going to be ready for it the next time. You hope you are anyway. You you, you say that, but let me, let me tell you. Tell, um, me, tell me. Every every <laughs> Friday for the last 12, 13, 14 years, whatever, um, 
every Friday afternoon of shot, I get the same wrung out feeling. The same. <laughs> Just beat. It, it's, it's that same unmistakable, I'm exhausted and I cannot speak another intelligent sentence. It's time to go. That hit us on Wednesday. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> About halfway through that day. Yeah. We got hammered a, with that on Wednesday. It's funny because all my friends are like, oh, you're going to Vegas. It's going to be fun. And oh, you're going to party. And I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> you go and you work and then you work and then you go to bed. And then yeah, and then it's work. it's not it's not the remaking of the Hangover. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get our buddy Savoie Leather to uh, make me a little Purell holster so I can carry it around <laughs> next year. Because I got, I got sick. When did I get you sick? Did? Wednesday night. Uh, you were pretty much sick once we landed. Dude. Yeah, Wednesday night I was just oh I was just fried and uh, I we tried to go back and rest and I told Left Hand you go out I'm staying in. We just and then my legs crazy. my legs cramped up. Was it Wednesday night? Yeah, it was Wednesday night. Same night I got sick. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I was gonna. I was like, cool, you know, I'll go out and represent. And uh, we sat down for a minute, and then my legs cramped up, and I couldn't freaking move. Are you running trick. this uh, this tough mutter? Oh, I'll be ready for that. <laughs> I didn't oh, realize. I, I know you, I have man. to train for that. <laughs> I'm telling you, I have I have been working out every day for the last three four months, and it still didn't prepare me for this. <laughs> so the tough mutter, I guess I can just go ahead and write it off. <laughs> I think they said that the average attendee, the average person at shot, walks somewhere between nine and twelve miles a day. Uh, we on did the floor. more than that. I don't doubt it. Yeah, we did. We did more than that. that. Yeah. yeah, we had to be well, and, average and we, we were lost half the time. And we didn't schedule right. We just thought, okay, NRA was not bad. You know, hey, we could do this. Oh gosh, this thing was at least five times bigger than NRA, if not bigger than that. And we had scheduled just based off contacting people not looking at a map saying okay this one is on the third floor at the far end and the other one is in the basement at the far end and running between all that we had no way of knowing the magnitude of this but not only that but the weather there too i mean i was i was drinking water like it was going out of style and i was still dehydrated yep yes sir they had a cool little app this year they had one last year but it wasn't very good but the one this year was actually very helpful they had all the booth numbers on there they had a little map thing where you could map your your little route and all that kind of stuff and yeah. you could zoom in on the booth and it told you who it was yeah all right the only yeah. only problem with that is our routes were upstairs downstairs upstairs downstairs so, <laughs> yeah well we learned from that mistake we'll do better next well year. let's let's take everybody through kind of a logical day-by-day flow of what we did okay and we'll we'll talk about guns because i don't think we talked about a single gun yet have we Except for it being shot show. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But let's do something else first. You want to do our jack wagon train first? And then uh, we'll kind of dig yeah, in? Yeah, let's, let's, let's get that out of the way. Let's do the jack wagon. Because I think we're going to have a trifecta, a trifecta today. Yeah. Have a jack wagon and threesome. Yeah. Oh. Because <laughs> I, I think Jared's got one, too. Hey, Ralph, Semper do or die, hold them high at 8th and I. It is time for the talking lead jack wagon of the week. So brace yourself, baby. So our our first one, left hand's got, uh, and everybody's heard about this one by now. If the, if you're anywhere near social media, yeah, and I don't think, think this one's going to be a um, surprise to anybody. It's the uh, Democratic Jack Wagon from California, the Kevin 
De Leon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and his uh, his little rant he went on De about. Jack Wagon. Yeah, De Lay Jack Wagon. Uh, the ghost gun. Yeah. There's already there's already a shirt out on it. Oh, he, there's like five shirts already on Instagram. <laughs> did you see 1776's yeah. shirt? It yeah. was awesome. In case anybody hasn't seen what it is, basically what this guy did was uh, he had this huge press conference, and you know he's he's a big anti-gun guy, obviously, and he grabs this short barrel rifle, SBR, and he says, "This is a ghost gun." And and Paul, you probably can talk more political <laughs> about this than I can. Well, it's got it's got a thirty caliber clip, which yes. is impressive. Not only does it have a thirty bit caliber clip, but later he says it can enter it, it can empty it, it can empty thirty clips of magazine in half a second. <laughs> thirty clips wow. of magazine. Thirty magazines of clip. Thirty yeah. magazines of clip. Thirty magazines of clip. Okay, I yeah. gotta make sure it's in right. A, in half a second. <laughs> in half a second. Half a second. In half a second. But as what dangerous as that gun was, I can't believe it didn't kill him while he was holding it. Oh, I, I well, did know. you see how timid he was? I mean, he was kind of holding it away from him like it was a stinky turd. You know, <laughs> it was going to turn on him and it was going to get him <laughs> yeah, right there in the middle just, of the press it, conference. It was going to take him down and put him in a chokehold. But uh, what he's talking about was the those un serial numbered lowers. Mm-hmm. That people can well, actually, yeah, the the bill he introduced was uh, it was the anti three the 3D printer b- bill. Oh, is that what where, it was? Yeah, it's going to be illegal. It's going to be against federal law. To uh, apparently, they want a two hundred dollar tax stamp on all 3D printers now, right? so you have to register them. <laughs> yeah, it was that, and then he was showing the unmilled lower receivers that you can buy, and then finish <laughs> them off yourself. He was the, the, one of those. The, the blocks of aluminum. Yeah, the blocks of aluminum. Exactly. Yeah, you, you should not be trusted with a block of aluminum. Yeah, they're dangerous. <laughs> they're evil. They're Casper the Ghost Guns. <laughs> so, so, so he's he's our first jack wagon. First jack week. wagon. The jag wagon. Wow, I can't even talk. Get it, lay off the bourbon. <laughs> yeah, scotch. Are you drinking scotch? I'm yeah. drinking bourbon. Oh, okay. So the second jack wagon. Uh, Paul, Jared, Jared. I know you said you saw it. Paul, have you seen Lone Survivor yet? Yeah, I've seen Lone Survivor. All right. So I'm at the theater. I've seen it three times already. By three times already? Oh, yeah, I went and watched it three nice. times. Yeah. So I'm at the theater Sunday, and I went and saw it. And at the end of the movie, I'm not giving away, there's no spoiler alert here. At the end of the movie, they do a tribute to all the fallen Just seals. in case you don't want to get spoiled. Right. Turn but your at, radio down. At the, at the end of the movie, they do a tribute to all the fallen seals. And they go through pictures of them and everything else. And five people stood up like it was the freaking credits and walked out, even though it was obvious this was a tribute. They had a song and everything, and they Mm -hmm. walked out like it was the freaking credits. And I'm throwing them on the jack wagon train because I was ready to jump up and form tackle them into the wall. I mean, I felt no different than when people are yapping during the the, uh, national anthem. So I was pretty ticked off about that. They they need to show some respect. So if you're in a theater – and you see some jack wagons do that, educate them. Tell them to sit down. And I've got to say, the three times that I watched it, didn't have that problem. Not, not one single person? Mm-mm, not one nope. single person did yeah. that. Thank goodness. Awesome. And it was a packed theater, too. I've only heard, I, I posted it on Instagram, and I heard the majority of the people that responded to us said the same thing, that most of them sat down. But there was still a little sprinkling of people that said yeah. one or two got I've up. Gotta, I've got to add another person to that category. Okay. It's it's the over enthusiastic movie watcher that yells at the screen <laughs> during the movie, and especially especially in today's environment, you know, 
you know, mm-hmm. you're expecting trouble. I mean, if you're like us, you know, you're you're on the lookout, especially in theaters, and then all of a sudden there's this outburst over to your left. Well, you know, I'm kind of reaching to my side at that point. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, just just be careful what you're yelling and shouting out in movie theaters. Tell us about your jack wagon. Yeah, our our jack wagon has to do with the uh, the Mark Wahlberg Lone Survival film as well. And uh, this dude, apparently, he was a retired police officer. Uh, apparently, he didn't like when somebody was texting on their phone during the previews, which I, I don't like that either. During the previews, but I wouldn't shoot somebody over it. During the previews, so we're gonna we're gonna name this dude, uh, Mister Reeves, the Jack Wagon. You have the story open, Jared. It'll be the trifecta of the Jack Wagons. Do you, tell, give us a little background on the story. What happened in case somebody hadn't heard? Was that in Florida? That was in Florida. Yeah, it was a retired Sorry, police officer, and apparently, a, and a uh, he didn't just pull his his Roscoe out and shoot him immediately. There was an argument. I think she he, threw popcorn at him too. Well, apparently, you know, he told him to put the phone away, and, and they told him to stick it or something along those lines. And, and uh, so, lesson learned, put your phone away when uh, the movie starts, because it's just good manners. Yes. Not, yeah, I don't not really because you don't get shot. I don't, I don't approve of the uh, former police officer's behavior, no. but this is 2014. It's not like we just got cell phones, you know, uh, yesterday. And, and I think, you know, this, this uh, particular thing aside... Like we become like a bunch of like spastic ADD squirrels in America. Where Jared, when we were at the when we were in the uh, the forum shops, we walked by that coffee bar, and what was every single person? At, there was like an entire row. Was it eight, nine, twelve people? Yeah, every they were all staring person, at their phone. In it, it was it was like a uh, like it was choreographed. Every single person was sitting in the in a stool at this coffee bar, and they all had their heads down. <laughs> been told to do it. It was like it was choreographed. And, uh, it's like a flash mob of phone users. We have to use phones. We, we've got that. But folks, get your heads out of your fannies. Get your heads up. Pay attention to what's going on around you. You lose uh, situational awareness. It just dumbfounds me. Yeah. And it's, it's not getting any better. And you know, I don't want I don't like the, the government stepping in and saying, you're not allowed to use your phone here. and you're not, that, That's like baby stuff. But if we can't police ourselves and we can't act like adults, I'm not talking about children. I'm talking about adults that walk around with their heads down and their phones everywhere. It's bad, it's bad juju, folks. Don't do it. Or, or at very least, when you start to do it, stop and realize. You're like, you know what? I probably should lift my head up and pay attention to what's going on around me. At least once in a while. Yeah, that would take effort. Uh, we, we we actually uh, Jared and I we listened to the Beck show, the Glenn Beck show on podcast when we were driving, and he had a he had a fantastic interview with Marcus Luttrell. He talked to him for what thirty forty minutes or so on his show, didn't he, Jared? Yeah, it was a long long time. He kind of got me hyped up to watch the movie. Yeah, well, that, hence the point. But uh, yeah, in the theater that we were in, it, it was it was like a church service. People didn't get up. People didn't make noise. People didn't do it. Everyone just sat quietly and watched the movie beginning to end. Amazing and, movie, too. Yeah. Well, you know that Left Hand and I talked to Marcus Luttrell for about 30, 45 minutes, too. We just were in dumbasses person. and didn't know who the hell he was. <laughs> yeah, in person in Dallas. We, a humble dude. Oh, he's an awesome guy. Awesome, awesome guy. And they, they were telling us, hey, that's Marcus. So we were like, hey, Marcus, how's it going? But we didn't hear the Luttrell part. And we talked to him 30, 40 minutes, you know, about Carrick Brain Centers and some of the stuff that they were doing. Went back to the hotel. And, I typed and his in. dog was there, too, yeah, which was a dog, dead giveaway. Yeah, his dog was there, too. <laughs> and we go back to the hotel room. 
type up his name, and I was like, holy <laughs> I was like, that was Marcus Luttrell. Don't. <laughs> 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 So that was interesting, but uh, we're going to try to get him on the show sometime soon, too. I, I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to what's been going on here the last couple of weeks. Well, first of all, it's, it's the number one movie in the nation. So mm-hmm. people have got to jump all over it. And what I just find, it, I'm going to say it because i got a microphone. I find this maddening. Is are, are people really that functionally retarded? They're, they're writing stories about, oh, well, you know, the movie wasn't exact. Really? You mean the one hour and 45 minute movie wasn't the exact as the book? (laughs) How does that happen? You're like, oh, no, this, that particular one that like, really, you mean they altered it for the movie? I'm, I'm shocked. What movie is ever like the book? Yeah. It's like, well, Luttrell, he broke his back and he actually had a crown on his dragging himself with his upper body and his arms to get to that village and he even said in the interview he's like look the people at home in the audience they, they don't want to sit there in the theater and watch me crawl across the thing for an hour and a half right you know Seven miles. That, that, that's why they altered it to a broken leg yeah. but it doesn't it doesn't take away from the story and that's what they're trying to do because yeah. liberals and do-gooders and and hippie democrats they hate that the American public might actually hold these guys up as heroes. They hate it, and they despise it. And so they're doing everything they can to not come out directly and discredit it because they know they'd, they'd get eaten alive. But these little side shots, these little, well, it wasn't, wasn't 100% accurate and you know, yada, 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 uh, just to try and take away from it because, you know, let's face it, you can't allow the American populace to emulate military heroes when you're trying to enslave them, when you're trying to convince them that they're not good enough, that they have to just shut up and sit down and be good little slaves. And when they see these heroes and they get emboldened, well, you you can't have that. So all these little, these sycophants in the media putting these stories out now about, oh, well, you know, this particular aspect wasn't true. Uh, was that, 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 uh, that chick from, uh, California, Refresh my memory, uh, might brother. Have, might have been New York. Was it New York? I don't know. Uh, I don't remember. What was her deal? Some writer chick wrote this this piece about um, about uh, the author inflated the number of Taliban from ten for or from from ten to two hundred. There was really only ten there, and <laughs> oh, like and, she knows. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah, because she and, was there. Know, because it, it was just a, a glorifying war and blah, blah, blah. And like, I don't know what movie she was watching. but What uh, was glorified about it? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. But it, 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 it was one of these, you know, L.A. or New York Times or what have you, yeah. uh, left-wingers that... And I don't even think she saw the movie. Someone probably saw it, told her about it, and she wrote the story. No, so, it would be beneath her to watch it. And actually, oh, obviously. Actually read the book, you know. Well, it was an amazing movie. It's a... Uh, very, very good movie. $38.5 million, I think, is what it's brought in. Wow. So For far. For the, the opening weekend the opening, or so far? The, the opening weekend. Wow. That's good. Yeah. That's amazing. And, and one thing that, that Glenn was saying on his show is he, he says that uh, the more people that watch this movie, the more um, Marcus Luttrell is going to be relieved because that's his story being told. You know, yeah. you know he was in the movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you see him? Yep. In the, in the briefing. In the mission briefing. In the briefing, yeah. and then when they're at the, the picnic table giving each other hell. He was in the he helicopter, was there too. With the beanie. Mm-hmm. He's the one that dumped over the milk as they got up from the picnic yeah, table. Yeah, cleaned us up. Yeah. 
And then he was, and, he, and then he was in the helicopter that crashed too. That Didn't crash. Cool. It got blown up. Well, I didn't know he was the milk dude. Yeah, that yeah, was him. that was him. Yeah, that's funny. That was him. But that was a definitely a good movie. There's a great um, uh, HBO. The documentary on it. Well, they got like a behind the scenes yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, with the director and how he he kind of walks with them in. They're they're filming the majority of it in New Mexico, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. they're Latrell is with. Wahlberg and all the guys playing yeah. the seals through all those scenes they're filming and he's showing no no I did it like this and no this was actually happening like this right so as far as the just keeping them on point through the whole oh, yeah. the whole thing it's, but not only that but they they go behind the scenes on the stunts you know where they're uh, all right it's a spoiler alert, so if you mountain. don't want to hear about the movie turn your turn your radios down right now but we yeah when they're falling down the mountain oh my gosh they show the stunt and the <laughs> the, the, the stunt guys are actually doing that it's unbelievable. Well, Wahlberg has come out and said that that was the most humbling experience he's ever had being an actor. Uh, just learning what he went through and all the stuff that they did. So so far, Mark Wahlberg has impressed me. I, me too. Uh, he's becoming one of my favorite actors, especially after his... Well, he got chastised for uh, being outspoken about the, the film, too, during like one of the, the premieres. Uh-huh. Did you hear about that? Well, I saw where he went back at Tom Cruise and he like went off on him in one of the interviews. Because he was like, look, you know, if you think being an actor and studying lines and doing some stunts is harder than what a Navy SEAL does, he goes, you're full of shit. (laughs) But Tom who? Yeah, Tom Cruise. You know Tom Cruise? Oh, I don't know who that is. Okay, good. But yeah, he just blasted him. (laughs) Jack Reacher. (laughs) He blasted him. I was like, heck yeah, man. Yeah, well, that's basically what he got chastised for is... I don't know if he – that was part of his rant is going off on, on that. But, I mean, he just basically went off on the media, too. He was like, amen, brother. So let's, go, right. what, yeah. let's go around the table. Round table. Starting with Zeke. Okay. What, what did you see at the show that, that got you excited? That got me excited. Oh, gosh. Do I have to narrow it down to one or can I give a list? Uh, just, just do one initially. Do your top. Okay. All right. Initially – Ah, the one I want to say I'm torn on because it scares me too, and I'll talk about that later. But I think the most pleasant surprise I was, which we're going to get blasted for this because everybody's like, oh, why 380 instead of a single stack 9? That Glock 42 shot brilliantly. It was smooth. It was light. Very little recoil. And the trigger being as light as it was and not your typical pocket pistol 20-pound trigger, I, I really, really liked it. I guess uh, that was my one. I want to talk about more, but who's next? Left hand, left hand. Oh, I get to go next, huh? You're number uh, two. Well, I think the the most impressive thing that I saw was the tracking point. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, you guys saw that, right? We tracking point it. scope. Yeah, the tracking yeah. point system. You know, it's integrated into your rifle system that you're shooting. The ones that they had set up at the range were the. 300 Win Mag and a 338 Lapua, uh, but they said they pretty much could do anything. I think so. But basically, what that thing is is it's an electronic targeting system. It's a jet fighter heads-up display. <clears throat> I mean, it's awesome. It's got wireless, so it can be trans uh, trans. What's the word I'm saying? Transmitted. Transmitted. Transmitted yeah. to your laptop, so you have a spotter over there seeing the exact same thing, and you can record it too uh, that you're seeing through your scope. And you basically that is just, pretty cool. you paint your target, uh, you set it, uh, it resets, gives you your um, crosshairs. You pull the trigger, which doesn't 
doesn't fire doesn't doesn't fire the bullet. The bullet's not released until you get the crosshairs over where you painted the target. And you could be all around that target, but until the crosshair hits the dot, the, dot, the bullet's not going to be sent down range. But as soon as you hit that, boom, it's gone. It sends it. And I, that was the one I was talking about that I wanted to say first, but it scares me. Cause, Why does it scare you? Well, because, okay, you shoot it, and you're like, that is the coolest, most badass thing I've ever seen. I just made a thousand yard shot my first yeah and oh by the way they were both our shots i shot the 300 zeke shot the 338 lapua they were both a thousand yards first shot dead Dead on on. bang yeah did that without a tracking point yeah we're not going to talk about that (laughs) (laughs) i bet you didn't do it as quick as we did it but the thing about it is i mean it's a computer and it's got all your data in there It, it takes in the curvature of the earth it takes in the temperature it takes in the elevation all you do is put in the wind and then it calculates everything for you, and you don't have to make any adjustments. It already does it for you. So what scares you? I don't know. I, I that think, shouldn't scare you. Well, I th- now you're starting to sound like these freaking liberal gun grabbers. What what scares you about that? Is it a ghost gun? Yeah, it's a ghost gun <laughs> that can empty five million rounds in point two seconds <laughs> at a thousand no, at a thousand yards. How much is, how much is the tracking point system run? Twenty thousand dollars yeah. on the on the three hundred three and three three eight. But only a thousand. Yeah, twenty twenty. Yeah, he said around twenty thousand. Twenty grand for the one we shot. The AR one is going to be the cheaper one. Said and about it's eight. Be nine to nine to twelve. I he think said about eight is what it's going to be. Okay, well, it's so if you but got a twelve year old can come up with eight grand, then uh, we yeah, should yeah. be concerned. Well, I, <laughs> so, so my question is about that. Is okay. So you have to you you set the dot where you want the bullet to be released, right? Right. Right. What if you set the dot, and then your target changes, and you don't want it to release there. How do you undo that? There's a reset button. Okay. You just, yeah. you reset it. But yeah, if I you, didn't get to if, shoot it, so I don't know. If it yeah. tags your target and it's a moving target, it, it will follows sh- your target follow too. Your target. Oh, it fo- so you could tag like I could tag a deer, uh, right? I could tag it a deer. Calculates yeah. a lead, and that's, then it, that's cool. And it just follows it, and then you just when you when you get to the point where you want to put the the target down. You just put the crosshairs over the dot, boom, it sends it. Did you just call me a liberal gun grabber? I said, you're starting to sound like him. It scares you. I mean, you big <laughs> What are you afraid of? Jeez. No, I'm just, uh, never mind. <laughs> Seriously, never mind. there's nothing to be afraid of. <laughs> well, I'm not like fear, fear, but it's just kind of freaky that it's like so simple. Well, then rephrase it. Okay. I'm free. I'm freakied. <laughs> You're freakied. <laughs> You're freaky. <laughs> yes, I'm freaky. I mean, there's a lot more that goes into that system than just picking a gun up and pulling a trigger. So, I, mean, I, don't, I don't see the problem. No, I didn't say there was a problem with it. It's just... Boys don't fight. No, because I think it's... it's uh, well, uh, there is another thing that... Okay, let me not say scared. Okay, the dumbing down of America... Yeah. Everything is getting so freaking easy right now, and kids don't have to educate themselves and read because you can find everything on the internet. Well, our snipers are some of the best snipers in the world because they're trained with the windage and the elevation and the curvature of the earth, and now they're not even going to have to do that anymore. It's That's kind of scary in a way, too. The dumbing down of our top-notch badass snipers, where all they got to do is tag something and pull a trigger. That was a better reason. (laughs) The fight was fun. (laughs) Oh, we had our first fight of the year. That's true. No, you told me to shut up. All right, let's go to (laughs) Jared now. All right, the, the coolest thing I saw at the SHOT Show in Las Vegas was 
a kilted man punching Jamie Foxx in the face. <laughs> what? Oh, wait. I did see that picture. I missed okay, that. Okay, not, not really. But okay, seriously, this this pink gun that Durko made for, for Zeke. Oh, come on, dude. <laughs> all right. All right. For real, the, uh, the Century Arms actually has this pretty cool um, – they're calling it the micro – I think I think it's the uh, it's the C thirty nine micro C thirty nine micro yeah and it's pretty it's pretty cool you guys should definitely look into that it's basically like uh, the length of maybe two Glocks and it, it shoots the AK round seven six two by thirty nine it's huh. pretty cool it's a it's a it's part of the as part of Century's one hundred percent made in the USA AK models mm-hmm. it's got a a milled receiver and. Uh, just like their other, you know, made in the USA, but it does have a shorter barrel. It has a, a wooden, like kind of a hand grip, but all the, all the controls are standard AK and it feeds standard AK magazines. It's enough to make, uh, Chuck Schumer and, uh, Andrew Cuomo, uh, <laughs> Cuomo. tinkle, tinkle down Cuomo. their legs collectively. Yeah. And, uh, and it, is it a pistol or is it a, yeah, it's a pistol. Okay. Is it like the mini Draco or what what are they calling it? Yeah, it's like it basically it's it's like a uh like your Dracos or or your uh Crinks. Uh but it's uh, it's brand new. It's made in the USA. It's from Century Arms and they're calling it the C39 Micro. Oh, okay. C39 Micro. We missed that one. And what about you, Paul? Well, um I thought Jared was going to jump on this one, but we were over if at the Celtic Instagram, you would have saw it. But you know. That's right. It's true. <laughs> If you followed her Instagram, you'd see all these cool pictures. I follow but, it uh, and I like it often. <laughs> <laughs> we went we went over to the Keltec booth and they have people have been asking for it, so they did it. They've got a bullpup in five five six or two two three now called the M forty three. And it uses standard AR fifteen magazines. And it is a completely ambidextrous bullpup. You know, a lot of bullpup rifles were set up originally just for right-handers, the ejection ports, you know, by your cheek, and so lefties couldn't use them, or they had to reconfigure them. See, the, and a well, lot they of the ones just now shoot they, them and burn their you know, face. Yeah, they have to. You're like, well, you can take the gun apart, reconfigure it for a lefty. But what what's really cool about what Keltec did, and they're always pushing the envelope, is you don't have to reconfigure anything. You can shoot it right-handed or left-handed because the ejection port is basically at the rear of the rifle and the brass, the spent brass comes out and down, uh, kind of like the KSG does. Right. So say that's what the KSG does. Yeah. Yep. So they're just now, they're just, they just released it. Uh, don't, don't get too excited kids out there in the audience. You're not gonna be able to find them when you hear this, but it's coming soon and you're going to have sticker (laughs) shock because they're like, Oh, it's a Caltech. So it must be like $190. No, not really. Yeah. Caltech, once they release something, it usually takes what, two years before they get to well, that. actually, Caltech. <laughs> if you don't know this, some of you guys might not know it. They actually just recently partnered with a, a company called Heiser Defense, and their Heiser is making a lot of uh, components for them so that they can do more assembly in Florida, uh, which is what a lot of companies do when they grow. Is they you know they they partner with other companies to make their their components, and so Heiser Heiser's got a really, really good reputation in the manufacturing industry for making high end components and parts and machine parts. So that's going to help them start delivering more. And another thing, while we're on the radio, can I? Do we have time to talk about this? We got plenty of time, man. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, one no. thing that I was talking with the folks at Celtic about, and they, they people get a lot of internet, you know, put out a lot of internet grief about, oh, that's great, but you can't find them, and, rah, rah, rah. and Celtic needs to make more, and Celtic, Celtic, blah blah blah. Well, Celtic is they they don't do dealer direct. Most firearms manufacturers do not sell direct to the dealers. In case you kids out there in the audience didn't know this. What most firearms manufacturers do is they sell them to distributors or wholesalers. And then your local, you know, Bob's gun shop down on the corner, he doesn't order it from Keltec or whomever. He orders it from, you know, Taylor or he orders it from Ellett Brothers or you name it. David's and so think about it like this. Once once Kel they don't they ship them and they sell them to the distributors. Then the distributors decide, you know, which Bob's gun shop gets them. Well, you know how people are. If if you if you're servicing, let's say you're working for one of these distributors and you're servicing 50, 60 separate gun shops, and they're all screaming for KSGs, well, you're not going to tell them no, you're not allowed to have any. You're going to say, I see, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> and then you get 50 of them. So and you got 60 gun shops on your list, or even a hundred. And wow. you know, once once it, once it leaves the factory. It's it's up to the distributors, but the distributors don't want to assume lib or you know responsibility for it, and the gun shops don't want to assume responsibility for it. So the guy at your local shop's never going to be like, oh man, the distributor blah blah, you know, the distributor promised me, and the distributor's going to say, well, Keltec promised me, and then they're like, well, it's because Keltec's not making any guns, dudes. They're making guns. Um, maybe they could make less popular guns so that you guys could be happy. Uh, but when you make some of the most popular products out there. People are going to want to buy them. You know, talk, talking about availability, you know, the AR availability is starting to climb up a lot. And you know who's still making ARs a lot is Head Down Rifles. And you know who made a rifle custom for Talking Lead is Head, head Down. Down. And, head Down. And, oh, by and, the way, we just happen to be giving one away. Doing a giveaway. And everybody out there, uh, we, we were going to talk about it at the beginning of the show, but we forgot. We are doing an AR giveaway We've announced it on the show once. We put it on all our social media. If you go to our website and you click on the Rescue Ranch event, then go in there, click on the picture. takes you to a place where it's called the Rescue Ranch Virtual Event. You buy the tickets, which is one for 25, three for 60, and six, six for 100. 100. And those are so entries into getting that. Yeah, you AR donate $100, you get six. You donate 60, you get three. Donate 25, you get one. Or any increment in between there, you could do that. So I could get an AR for, for 25 not, bucks? Not just an AR. A it's custom, a talking lead custom. Engraved with our logo. Maybe that's and, why people aren't buying tickets. And Cerakoted. <laughs> no, it's going gonna, it's gonna to have a cool, and I don't want to tell what kind of pattern it's going to be yet, but it's going to be. Did you find a, out? Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. I dropped it off uh, night before last. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, I I hate it that we don't have pictures, but it's not going to be ready until like the day we leave. But the reason we sound so passionate about it is we're we're not legally allowed to tell you how many have registered because that's an unfair advantage. But there's a handful of people, and a handful is not a lot that have registered. Your chances are very good. That's Your chances all we're say. are awesome right now. So if you go to our website, talkinglead.com, click on the Rescue Ranch event, and then buy your tickets there, you have a incredible chance of winning an AR. And we'll be drawing the winner February the 1st at the uh, Locked and Loaded for Land Rescue, Rescue Ranch, Ranch, Ranch event in Statesville, North Carolina. And hey, if you want to come to that, tickets are available uh, to that too. It's a limited uh, amount of people that can come, 
but we're having a steel target match uh, competition. Smith & Wesson has donated like three or four guns uh, for that, so first, second, and third place are going to get some awesome prizes. There's going to be silent auctions. There's going to be um, what else we have? Competition shoot. The, the I just said that competition uh-huh. shoot. The silent auction, door prizes, all kinds of stuff. There's going to be celebrities there. There's going to be uh, Marcus Fox is going to be performing. Uh, it's going to be an awesome time. Ryan Newman, uh, you know, he and Chrissy are the founders of this organization. They're going to be there, so there's no telling uh, what other NASCAR guys are going to be there. And he also does an outdoor channel show, too, so uh, there'll probably be some surprise guests there, too. I'm a, I got a question. Yeah. Is, how about Buck Daniels' country music sensation? Buck is Daniels gonna is going to make a surprise Buck appearance. Buck Daniels very well make. Buck very, Daniels' make country appearance. music sensation is going to be there. Yes, he's going right. to make a surprise appearance. Surprise. Well, We'll be looking for them. So, so now back to the Keltec. Sorry, I just you said availability, and I just had to ramble. <laughs> One more thing before I, I think I figured it out. I think that people are embarrassed to be buying a ticket from Talking Lead and affiliating their name with it. So, <laughs> in that case, listen, you can buy a ticket from Talking Lead and put Jared Markle on the ticket. <laughs> Anybody that's register listening, your you, you name. have my permission to do that. <laughs> very good, very good. And you're not buying a ticket; you're donating, and by donating, you get a chance to win the AR. Exactly. Get an entry. There you That's go. That's right. There you go. That's right. So back to the Keltec. I think we can all agree that the something special that Red Jacket made is well, no, well, well, absolutely back phenomenal. Yeah, but back up. I want to go back to Paul and talking about this bullpup. Oh, so okay. this is completely different than their RFB. Yeah. Yes, completely different than the RFB. Because RFB is seven six two, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah, the RFB 762. We sh- we shot it. Yeah, we shot it. Cool. Yeah, the RFB actually is rifle forward ejecting bullpup. Yeah, and you know the that brass actually comes out of the front. It doesn't the people's like, "Well, it shoots out." Like, "No, nah, the brass just kind of falls out the front." Yeah. But uh this one, the uh the M43, it it's going to be pretty interesting. And you know, it's actually it, it's it's a very slender uh ergonomic gun it's you know so every once in a while you'll get a bullpup and it's kind of thick you guys know what i'm talking about it's kind of like a bulkier or thick deal what does that uh, mean you know what we're talking about it's kind of thick well you know <laughs> oh yeah they know. you should know but uh, anyway we, we've got one we're, we're on the list as soon as we get our paws on one uh we'll we're going to review it for student of the tv and we'll let you guys know and you're going to invite us down right yes absolutely you're always invited down it's open well, dude i am a i am a huge Caltech fan uh, as most of our listeners know, I've got a couple of the sub two thousands. I've got the um, PLR sixteen. I'm jonesing to get the KSG now since what we found out that Red Jacket is made for it. Which is another time that we're going to come down and we're all going to go there together, right? Absolutely. You guys need to come down. You can stay on the uh, stay on the Gulf Coast. We'll go over there, or we'll just all stay in Baton Rouge. Heck yeah. But if you go to our YouTube page, uh, there's actually an interview we did with Joe and Zach from Red Jacket, and it is oh. it is their KSG suppressor, which they haven't really come up with a name yet. I still like their tombstone name that they said. Yeah, I think I think we I think we talked <laughs> the about doing the tombstone. Yeah, yeah, because you know the front of it looks kind of like a tombstone. And there goes the phone. Is that Buck Daniels? That's he's Buck. getting ready to sing. Yeah, he's he's warming up his warming his, up his fiddle. <laughs> We didn't talk about this because, uh, well, we just didn't have time. But uh, actually, 
right before Christmas, I was over there uh, talking to Zach. We were at the in the Red Jacket shop. That's when we were testing out the TACCON trigger. Uh-huh. We went over there, and we went in their uh, test tunnel, and we were back in the uh, Zach's little shop of horrors there. He's got this this Zach Hall is a he's kind of a suppressor genius. He's a mechanical engineer, and he's really doing some neat stuff there with Red Jacket firearms. And he's and, from here in Tennessee. Yeah, and he had a uh, <laughs> he's got this this silver aluminum looking you know contraption, and he said, and I was like, okay what is this? And he's like, Oh, he said, that's the KSG suppressor. I'm like, really? Let's go right now. So we went over to the test tunnel and, and we got to test it. Uh, the problem well, it's not a problem, but something that people need to realize with the, the larger, the bore diameter on a rifle or pistol or whatever, the more gas is escaping out of the bore. So it is, it's very difficult to, you know, technically suppress a shotgun because you have that big monster board. A lot of that gas is just, it's just getting out. Uh, that's why 45 suppressed 45s are louder, you know, apples to apples than nine millimeter, mm-hmm. uh, or 22s. But, so uh, Winchester actually is making, they're making a, uh, a subsonic load. It's that's like what a 900, yeah, 990 feet per second subsonic load. So uh, I think the way I've got it set up, I think between them and Keltec, they, they got something really cool going on. Something that a lot of KSG owners, law enforcement agencies, what have you, uh, are really going to be interested in. And the way that they um, they're mounting it, it's a it's a it's a mounting bracket. It doesn't screw on. Mm-hmm. They make a dedicated bracket that yeah, goes on the front of the gun. On. Yeah, it's cool. And you just, you just clip it up on there, and it stays in place. And they also yep. have, with that clip, you can put different muzzle brakes and breeches yeah. and things like that on there, too. So that's, Yeah, they're, that's they're doing cool. some really cool stuff there. Uh, brilliant guys, And too. then they also had that uh, suppressor for the Tavor. Yep, the Tavor, and then the modular system for the Tavor, too. Tavor? Tavor. <laughs> it's the, the, t didn't, the T didn't, like, stress. That Scotch got your tongue in it. (laughs) Scottish tongue. And then the KSG suppressor on there, it looks, it doesn't look like a suppressor. It looks like it's part of the rifle. It just makes it longer. Almost looks like, what did you say? It was like a stormtrooper blaster or something like that? Yeah. (laughs) Very futuristic looking. Hey, Jared, where can they see a picture of that? At (laughs) talkingled.com. On our Instagram? On both our Instagrams. <laughs> and Facebook. It just depends I, on who you want to look at. If you want to look at Paul and Jared, you go to the Student of the Gun one. If you want to look at Left Hand, you go to the, the, the Instagram one. I'm not on the Instagram one with the Caltech. It's just Left Hand in that one. Well, we got a video. Let's I mean, we got a whole honest. video on who's, it. Let's be honest here. Who's the best looking out of all four of us? None oh. of us. None of us. <laughs> you see where the kid went there? Nobody's uh, gonna judge you guys for admitting it. Okay, Paul. Uh, I think there's only there's only one of us in this group that is single still. I was gonna That's go true. with Buck Daniels. Yeah, I was gonna say. So out of the five of us, Buck Daniels. Buck Daniels, yeah, would be. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's the one. You know what people are doing right at this very second? Googling Buck Daniels. Googling Buck Daniels. That's right. We're. <laughs> Maybe we should do that. And we see should who start comes posting up. some stuff on there. <laughs> Watch it be like some crazy porn star or something. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Back to the show. Back There's to Caltech. There's be more stuff. That yes. was, that was... There is a buckdaniel.com. Oh, King's Arsenal. What is it? Wait, we found a buckdaniel.com. American Quarter Horse Association. Oh, okay. It wasn't too bad then. But it's Damn. not Buck Daniels. That's true. We need to get buckdaniels.com and then link it to our website. <laughs> 
I'm going to make that website, and I'm going to put pictures of left hand up there. <laughs> you better not. <laughs> It'll be like Garth Brooks' alter ego. What was his name? Oh, yeah. Chris. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that? Chris something, wasn't it? No, that's Chris Ledoux, what you're thinking. Or no, maybe it was. Let's see. Garth Brooks' alter ego. He was called... Chris Gaines? Yes. Yes. Chris Gaines. Oh, good catch. Good was catch. A fictional alternative rock persona created as an alter ego for Garth Brooks. To it himself. was horrible. <laughs> that, was, yeah, that was some crazy psycho stuff. What was horrible was he actually, he he went into costume on it, too. <laughs> Did the Bieber haircut, thinking it was alternative. And the, and the little flavor saver. The flavor saver? Below his yeah, The soul patch? Yeah, the little soul patch. Did you really just call that a flavor saver on yeah. the air? <laughs> That's what they're called. A soul patch is like a beard's crap. <laughs> Isn't that the new cool thing or something? A soul patch? Yeah. Yeah. From like the 90s. So King's Arsenal has a new 50 BMG sniper rifle. That You need to do some clarifying because we've got a lot of people torn up over. That. Well, I know. And I'll clarify it, but I'll also say what they said. They said they can guarantee one MOA at 100 yards, but it's a 50 BMG. You don't use a 50 BMG at 100 yards. And their group, whoa, what was that? And their groups get tighter the farther out you go. And they said they have seen quarter MOA at a mile with that rifle. But if you do the calculation on that, a quarter MOA at a mile is more like, what, six, seven inches? So that's not unreasonable. Uh, people were thinking, as it was said, a quarter MOA at a mile. They're thinking a quarter thinking of an inch quarter, yeah, at a mile, but uh, it's still impressive either way. Yeah. And for them to be coming out with another fifty BMG sniper rifle that's that that accurate, that was impressive. And it's it's a slick looking gun too. It's got the uh, did it have a fluted barrel? Yeah, it had a yeah, fluted barrel. Yeah, it did. Oh. Yeah, it was. I mean, for a fifty BMG, yeah, it, it, I mean, it was heavy, but it was still light. Right, it was lighter than it, the other. It was ones manageable. Who know. was it? And King's Arsenal out of Texas. Who's the Canadian King's guy Arsenal. who had the longest sniper kill? I can't even remember his name. You guys know who that who I'm talking about? I'm guessing we lost Dad. We lost Paul. Anyway, um, he had taken it up to that guy to do some testing, he's telling us. Yep. yep. And got the thumbs up from him. Yep. He liked him. And that might have been the guy who was doing the quarter MOA stuff, too. Yep. There's Paul's back, huh? Did you go get a burrito, dude? Hey guys, <laughs> there he is. How was your talk no, Bill? No, I was gone. Actually, I had to take a leak. <laughs> uh, okay, that works too. You better leave one. Uh, run you were on a roll. You were on a roll, and I didn't want to stop you. We asked you a question, and you weren't there, so we, we were just kind of like, oh well. But <laughs> <laughs> you asked me. <laughs> we asked if you remember if you knew the name of the Canadian sniper that held the record for the longest sniper kill. Oh. I did at one time. I don't remember now. Oh, okay. Well, I got the Google here. Let's pull it up. But, uh, yeah, that rifle is cool. Then they've got some other ARs that they're coming out with that are pretty slick. And I'm um, trying to think of what else Wow, I mean, there was tons of stuff that wowed us there. I'm telling you, you know what wowed me? What? Were the people. And even at the big companies, everybody was just so hospitable, cordial, nice, just welcoming to us. Oh, yeah. You know, I didn't have – I can't think of one person that – was it yeah. except except for Paul wrestling his microphone? <laughs> <laughs> you got your microphone on your armpit? It's no. probably like <laughs> catching on his beard or something. His flavor saver. <laughs> oh God! Yeah. Rob Furlong is the Canadian's name. Rob Furlong. Yeah. Okay. Rob, Rob Furlong. Furlong. There you go. That's it. 
But uh, speaking of 50 caliber rifles, did we talk about the Serbu rifles yet? No, not yet. There's a company out of Florida that's been uh, just cranking them out, making 50 caliber semi-automatic rifles called Serbu, S-E-R-B-U. It's actually the guy, the owner's name. This is his last name. And they've got the uh, the semi-auto magazine fed 50 cals, but they also have single action or single shot bolt action uh, 50 cals as well. Hey, that's the guy that made that and, little shorty shotgun, isn't it? The Serbu. Yeah, 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 the little, uh, little shorty. Yeah, I knew I and, heard that and, name uh, before. Yeah. And they converted it with, was it called Black Aces, Jared? The Black Aces uh, receiver? I'm not sure. I, Aces, Aces is in there. I think it's Black Aces, but uh, I think it, or Ace of Spades. Is it Ace of Spades lower? We gotta go, we're going to have to Google that. But no, essentially, it is it. a shot. I got to duck it. That's right. Essentially, Black it Aces is a. Black Aces Tactical. Black Aces Tactical. There you go. It uh, accepts the Sega magazines. Hmm. So you can feed your pump action 870 with Sega magazines. Wow. Hmm. Or Saiga. There's a picture of that on our Instagram, too. Just just saying. Hey, Jared, That's you want right. somebody to go look at your Instagram page? I would talk to Ed in it. Somebody's got to look at it. <laughs> and who's, Jared, who's holding that little shorty shotgun? Little Red Danger. Not you. Little Red Danger, yes. There's yeah, There's actually some attractive women on our Instagram, not just ugly bearded men. <laughs> now you're nice. appealing to our listeners. There you go. We'll get some of them over there now. What 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 did y'all see? Not firearm that you liked? Oh, uh, the uh, the new kits, the new uh, Duracoat uh, kits that they're selling. Oh, jeez. Steve Lamb at Duracoat. We've talked about this a little bit before, but. When we talked about the new Duracoat in a can, did we talk about that on the radio? No, we talked about you it guys? in person. No, but we did talk about Dick okay. in the Box. Well, we've got the Duracoat <laughs> in a can. They've got the aerosol can, and it has the hardener and the color, and you can, you know, Duracoat whatever you want. But what he's doing now is he's selling actually a blister pack kit, and it has a small can of their of their Dura Strip degreaser, and and. Then whatever color you want, the green or the black or the gray or the brown or whatever. Or the pink. At, yeah, or the pink if you want to, if you want to go there. But I, I, that's genius because how many guys out there, you got a, a $300 shotgun and you're thinking, man, I'd like to refinish that, but I'm not, I'm not shipping it away. I'm not spending a bunch of money on it. I mean, it's only a $300 shotgun. When you buy one of these kits, you can use that stripper, that you know, the Dura strip or whatever it's called, to get that 29 years worth of Hoppies number nine off of that gun before you put the Duracoat on it. Because it does you absolutely no good to refinish a gun or Duracoat a gun if you still got rem oil all over it. Uh, so strip it all the way down to the bare metal or the bare wood or the bare plastic or what have you. And then use the Duracoat can. You go on there online. He's got a little a quick how-to instructions. I mean, you could read the back of the can, but he's also got a video. Dude, it's it's genius. People are going to be refinishing their three hundred dollar rifles and three hundred dollar shotguns all over the nation now, uh, in their garages and their workshops and what have you. That's probably one of the smartest products that I've seen or that I've seen recently, uh, and it's from Duracoat. So check that out. What was the price and, and, point on that? Uh, I the the base cans like for a single color is like thirty some dollars. Yeah. So think about it. Rather than boxing it up and shipping it off, or paying your low, you know, the, your nearest custom guy, you know, one hundred fifty, two hundred bucks, mm-hmm. you can redo your gun for thirty five bucks. Yeah, not too yeah. bad at all. No, not too shabby. 
I mean, let's face it. Look in your safe. Is there anything in there you're like, man, I'd like to redo that, but everything. Nah, I I don't want to go through all the hassle of shipping it away and then getting it back and having to. Because you know, most of the time when you ship stuff away to these guys, it has to go back to your FFL holder. Um, you know, it, that, that's kind of like you know, people are like, no, you don't. He can send it directly to you. I'm like, yeah, call up the ATF and ask the agent. You know, it's like calling an IRS agent. You call 10 agents and you get 10 different answers. Mm. I, I've gotten the same thing from ATF. Some of them are like, oh, it's no big deal. And the other one's like, absolutely not. It has to go through an FFL holder. So the the more you can keep your guns in your own hands, I think, the better. I'm not telling you don't ship them off to get repaired. But at the same time, if you could do it, you know, if you could get it refinished locally or for, or inexpensively, oh, know, drive on. Well, I mean, man. 35 bucks, that's not bad. And or, you know what you can get for cheaper than 35 bucks? <laughs> a ticket to win an AR. That's going to be Cerakote. That's going to have a $300 Cerakote job, yeah. It's going to have a $300 Cerakote job, absolutely. Yep. So it's about a $1,200 rifle you're going to get. Well, the engraving for, was another 200 Oh, that's true. Yeah. So you're looking at about a $1,300, no, $1,400 rifle. Let's call it 1300 Yeah, that you can get for... $25 if you just buy one ticket. Or you could buy and your chances are 100 awesome. and get it for less than $20 a chance. That's true. But I always like using, uh, have you guys ever used McNett, the camo form? Yeah. Yeah. I love that stuff, man. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty uh, ingenious. I think it's hilarious because coming from the sports medicine world, all it is is Coban. We use that yeah, to wrap ankles all day long. Exactly. And they it, just it, made it, it camouflage. It's camouflage, go ban. Yeah. You, you just you wrap it on your gun, and if you want a different camo, you take that off, put the other one on, and boom, you got it just like that. How much do they charge for a roll? It's like you can find them for twelve bucks. Oh my gosh, yeah, but, they're they're making. But a dude, I found the I found the honey pot of McNett camo form one day. They had them for ninety nine cents a roll. See the cost the on those. Well, not on McNett, but the cost on regular Coban is only about a buck. Yeah. <laughs> so if they're getting twelve bucks for them just for the big camo, they're making some yeah some dough. They're making some serious jack. And I wanted to go by their booth. Did you guys get a chance to go by there? I didn't. we passed it like three or four times. I know, and we I wanted to running. stop every time, but yeah. we were late. Did, you, did y'all did y'all meet the Bond Arms people, the little Derringer company? Oh yeah, yeah we, we've we're, known them. We're oh, with they them. are awesome wow. people. I mean, we went and I went as a joke because my my family's maiden or my wife's maiden name is Bond. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went to kind of get some pictures and stuff, but then we started talking to them, and it was, it's a, those are neat little pistols. Little, was Amy down there? Yes. Oh, that's, yeah. that's what made yeah, her so awesome. She's cool. Yeah, she's nice. She is awesome. She's a nice woman. Amy was the bomb. Yes, she was. <laughs> they they make little derringers that they call pocket cannons or, or hand cannons. That's what what they were calling hand cannons, and they can shoot up to a four ten shotgun shell in them. Forty five long colt, forty five ACP, the, and then they've got a new one. That's was it a polymer grip, but then it still had the interchangeable barrels. Uh, that little one that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Ooh, ouch! The smallest, most powerful, best built personal protection handgun you can carry. Made in Texas by Texans. Yeah. That's right. The stainless steel guns are very. There, we've had uh, we've used them on the show previously, and they're very very well built. Uh, they're not like a lot of the stuff you get today. It's just, you know, polymer this and polymer that, and it's just cobbled together. You know, the, the Bond Arms guns are, are very, they're meticulously well-made uh, out of stainless steel. So they're, they're serious guns. And, and if, you, if, if you, any of your listeners have any uh, familiarity or our listeners with the old Davis Derringers and kind of those pot, cheap pot metal Derringers from mm-hmm. the 80s, you know, unfortunately, 
Oh, that's a, the fight that they're kind of, you know, they're, that's what they're up against at Bond Arms because people in the 80s, you know, they had these cheap pot metal Derringers and people think that that's what all Derringers are about because that's was their experience with them and, and they're not that at all. No. So if you're in the market for a Derringer, mm-hmm. uh, that Bond Arms is a good place to go look. Yeah. And the brilliance of putting a trigger guard on a Derringer too. Most mm-hmm. of the old Derringers didn't have trigger guards, and you know, yep. let's face it, they could be a little dangerous if you threw yeah. them in your pocket with nothing there. Well, what's or your cool is that you can interchange those barrels, so you got twenty interchangeable bar- barrels in twenty-five different calibers that you can no, oh, yeah, choose from. Yep. It's, well, it, it's basically the it's the contender version of a Derringer. Yeah. It's like the Thompson Contender yeah. version of a Derringer. It's a hell of a lot better. And I, I, we try not to bash any companies, and I'm not really going to bash a company, but I just don't see the sense in the double tap guns. Do you all know what I'm talking about? Mm, yeah. I don't get it. The, the, they, don't, they don't look – they're not comfortable to hold. Let's just not go there. I don't, know. I don't know enough about them. So. Well, yeah, well, maybe they'll send not. us some free stuff. <laughs> Maybe I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't put money on it, but uh. <laughs> yeah, it, it almost seems to me like they're kind of capitalizing on Your the popularity sucks. We of the name double stuff. tap. You know, using the double tap terminology. Mm, could so, be, but I've never shot it, so I can't say anything about how they shoot. I just think they look weird. Right. So, well, did we get to your what your favorite non firearm thing that you saw? No, no, I don't think non firearm thing that we saw. I would have to go with my Savoie leather holster. Did we we introduced y'all to? To Jeremiah Savoie, didn't we? No, no. Oh, crap! Nice, real, Great. real nice. Okay, we got to. Uh, we, we'll make that connection. Jared on the way out. Yeah, maybe not. Okay. Anyways, maybe. this guy makes Our leather bad. holsters, custom leather holsters, and they're like works of art. Unbelievable stuff. And he made me one with Ron Burgundy on it, and it says "Stay Classy, Talking Lead," and it's awesome. So Wait a sec, yeah, I think you, I think you did, and yeah, you could go to SavoieLeather dot com and check out all the stuff he's got, but just unbelievable stuff and he does it all by hand too and they're literally works of art what was your yeah, i actually i i uh, had a conversation with him yeah just woke up yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't hear what you said i thought you said something else mine would be uh knives i mean they've got some very Those cool nice knives. knives yeah they're probably probably some of the coolest knives that i saw there have y'all seen miltac their knives no. i'm familiar with them nice stuff like solid solid knives and then they can actually if you have a 1911 they can do grips that match your knife handles they've got them for sigs too and sigs too yeah they've got handles for sigs too oh speaking of sig i'm glad you dropped that there buck daniels yeah Uh, (laughs) did you guys get over to the sig booth and see their extended line of sb47 stabilizer pistols no but we did see the freaky deaky 1911 carvings (laughs) Oh, dude, dude. You, well, we talked about this before. Yeah. You know, they, they last year they released that the the M400 brace. pistol with the stabilizer, just one. Well, it went so well for them that now, would they have, Jared, four or five new variants? Really? Yep. You know what? Yeah. I've got my own. You got your own now? Well, I, you. I have my I have a, a AR pistol, and I bought one of their stabilizing braces, and I put it on my, my AR pistol. Excellent. Heck yeah, man. And it is... Awesome. I mean, it's the and most the, comfortable. Yeah, thing. one of the, they had a nine millimeter pistol version, and then they also have a uh, a ten inch barreled pistol version, which I I prefer. I think actually over the seven, the seven yeah. inch seven inch guns are pretty brutal. Uh, they're they're pretty brutal externally and internally. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's actually what Zach Hall's been using to test the 
their new suppressors over there at Red Jacket. You know that? Yeah. No. Yeah, he's got a he's got a seven inch barreled gun with a uh, uh, a selector on it with a full oh, nice. auto selector, and that's what he's been using to torture test their new suppressor to see how many thousands and thousands of rounds it'll take. That's cool. So, but uh, yeah, the ten check, ten and a half inch. Yeah, yeah, ten uh, ten and a half inch barrel, but uh, yeah. really cool stuff over there from Sig. Now, all right, guys, y'all, I'll, I'll let you think about it for a little bit, but not everything at SHOT Show is genius, and not everything is the greatest idea. Every once in a while, you run into the, what were you possibly thinking? Now, I'm going to go ahead and start it out, and while I'm talking about this, you guys dig into the recesses of your brains there and think if you could come up with something. And and these two items I was actually not aware of. Apparently, they were promoting them at the show, but I did not see them because I didn't even see. I maybe saw twenty five percent of the entire show. And these these kind of these are. I was made aware of one because of the other. Well, apparently there's a company out there called X. I'm not going to say their name, but they're making uh, base pad replacements for the Glock pistols, and in they take off the base plate and replace it with theirs, and it has a carbide steel like cone. In the bottom, so that's not really so much a spike, but like a cone in the bottom oh, of the bed. Yeah, and they have a demo video where they've got a guy in a junkyard, and he pulls his pistol out and he starts using the butt of a Glock pistol. I did see that to smash out windows. Then it gets even crazy. First, first he's holding it in a normal grip, but he's swinging it, smashing out these windows. Then he reverses it holds it like a hammer and is smashing glass out with the gun in a reverse grip. <laughs> Brothers and sisters, this is, our folks and children of all ages, this is an absolutely horrible idea. Do not do that. Now you say, well, Paul, I'm going to call him a red flag because you guys demonstrated one where you break windows with it. Yeah. It and the spike part is on the front, on the dangerous end. So you know where you're pointing the dangerous end all the time. With this base pad thing, you're flagging the gun all over God's green earth. And then the dude reverses it and uses it like a hammer, so the muzzle is pointing directly back at him. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Absolutely terrible. And so we we commented about that on our social media. And somebody trumped me. They're like, ha, if you think that's stupid, watch this link. Is that the one with the and knife? The knife, yes, yeah. I saw the knife. <laughs> well, they replaced the base pad with uh, some kind of a mounting bracket, and you can put like a mini bayonet on the base of your pistol. And wasn't it like a switchblade, too? Like no, it, it, it's, it's a fixed blade. Okay. If you look close, it's like in a sheath, and you take your pistol, and you come back, and you clip it in and you pull it out now the blade is stuck to the base of your magazine <laughs> alright does anyone out there know how you clear a type 1 or a type 2 stoppage on a pistol <laughs> you cut your fingers off that's how you do it you stab how? yourself in the hand <laughs> and, hey, and somebody gives, told it, me that it, that it gives you a better grip on, on of the show and folks that's that's just beyond horrible it's one of the stupidest things I think I've ever seen well, well, they must have had those guys so in the basement. Well, maybe maybe that's the intention to get a better tap. You actually want to stab your hand so you have a better so, grip on so the mag. Impale 
your hand on a blade in the bottom. Oh, my God. And then in order to use it, you have to wave the muzzle end in all kinds of strange, unpredictable directions. Unsafe directions, yeah. And that's, no. that's the video where the guy was, like, stabbing two-by-fours and stuff. Stabbing the, the door frame and, and, like, and oh, my Lord, God in heaven, please I, stop. I, it, it's like the, uh, the, the was it the son of Sam stop me before I kill again? <laughs> before I do something even stupider. Yeah. So. I think I think mine. It, I wouldn't really bash somebody for this because I know there's people that have more money than they know what to do with, so they get display pieces like this. But did y'all see the custom 1911s I talked about in the Sig booth? That were no, all? no. There I'm was missing. one. If you go to our Instagram page, I've got a picture of it on there. They had, it was all ornately engraved. The hammer was a bear claw coming out. And then on top of the slide was this giant silver bear that had been carved out. And, like, you couldn't get a sight picture because the bears right there on top of the slide. And it was the craziest looking Well, maybe thing. they had holes in the eyes so you could see through. <laughs> I don't think there were holes. Or maybe the, the mouth was open and you could see through the mouth. But it was just kind of like... I know it was just a display piece. It's not going to be something you use to defend yourself with. But geez, I just saw it and I was like, "Why? Why did? You, why would you do that?" Sig's got like a whole line of very ornate engraved, and some of them guns. are still practical. I've seen the practical ones, but this one was like, whew, it was way out there. Yeah, yeah. But that goes like you said. Some people got more money than they got sense. Sense. Yeah. Well, and if you want to own a piece of art, fantastic. All right, that's that, what it would be. That kind of gun will never be shot. Uh, it's it's like the 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 old back in the you know the seventies and eighties when you had these custom engraved Smith and Wesson pistols, where they would gold inlay the engraving. Mm. The, those guns were never intended to be shot. I I accidentally <laughs> can I tell on myself. Oh <laughs> sure, yeah. I was in you know a shop and a guy he's like, oh, you want to see what I just picked up? And I'm like, sure, why not? So he reached under the counter or under the counter and he sets this this you know oak presentation box or maple or whatever it was and he opens it and it's got a velvet lining and and it's got a deep blue steel engraved it was like a, some smith and wesson like a l frame or something so i'm like okay so i scoop it up i put and just reflexively because i haven't been handling this gun so i don't know if it's loaded i pop the cylinder and i go to you know roll the cylinder out to make sure it wasn't loaded and he's like stop he said, that cylinder's never been rotated. Oh, oh my gosh. And I'm like, well, first I'm like, okay, well, I'll just set it down now. But second of all is, excuse me? <laughs> it's, it's never been rotated? So that means after it was worked on and assembled, it was never test fired. Wow. According, you know, so, like, that's, you know, he's like, oh, you don't have any idea how much that's worth. I'm like, it's really pretty, but it's completely... I mean, if you want to put it in a case on your mantle and look at it and, you know, Worthless rub it with an oily me. rag once in a while, <laughs> yeah. drive on. Drive on. But well, we would my, rem- my guns are for shooting, not for looking We'd at We'd be it. remiss if we didn't talk about the Striker Fire Sig. That, that SIG has out yeah. now, the uh, P320. Did y'all shoot it? No. No, we didn't either. I, I'll be... Can't talk about it. I mean, and it looks cool. Yeah, I mean, it looks like a, what was it, 250? It's like a SIG without a hammer. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it looks like. A hammerless SIG. It's interesting. Yeah, the P320. And then did you guys check out the Remington? Was it the R51? Oh, we're familiar with it. I, I didn't. To, to, the truth be told, I don't even get into the the Remington booth. It's like I just don't even go in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like you said. I mean, you don't get a chance to see everything. So you guys kind of got to be picky and choosy where you go and what you see. Because well, we were there from Sunday to 
Thursday, and we didn't get to see a a quarter of everything. Yeah, it was insane. And these booths, there, I mean, they cost as much as my house. Some of these booths did. Oh, some of them million dollars. Oh, wow. And they had... They had offices up in the upper levels and stuff because they were selling. I mean, there's a lot of big deals that go down at SHOT Show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there anything you want to plug real quick before I start wrapping? Okay, well, we always want to thank our sponsors. Uh, we, we spent some time with our good friends at Excess Sites, and that's actually where we got to put our hands on the, uh, the little Glock because they had a little baby Glock down there or a mini Glock with some Excess Sites on it, so that's already ready to go. What sites they and, put on it? Uh, Oh, the big dot. Okay. The the, ex, the excess express sites, and uh, they didn't have a booth there. Crossbreed didn't have a booth, but uh, Trent Cooper uh, was walking around. I got a chance to talk to Trent a little bit. They, if you haven't been to Crossbreed's website lately, they've got a lot of new products out, uh, both for men and women. So you want to go to CrossbreedHolsters.com and check them out. And also Colt. This this might surprise some of you guys, but Colt, in addition to all the other stuff that they make, they're actually they partnered with another manufacturer, uh, and they're selling bolt action three hundred eight precision rifles under the Colt moniker now, under the Colt name. So, and we we actually shot some footage for the TV show uh, and featuring those rifles. So uh, look for those in the in the very near future. Uh, as far as trivia goes, we're still three reviews on iTunes way. We've got 97 reviews. So once we hit that 100, we will get together that prize pack, send it to the winner that we draw, and then we'll go back to trivia. But right now... Better hurry up because I'm going to go make three three iTunes accounts. <laughs> <laughs> three reviews? Uh, yeah, I don't remember. Did we do it's a trivia? Even if they're stinky reviews, if they say that you guys are... are what's, my, what's our favorite, Jared? Your... Uh, your juvenile and sophomoric. <laughs> we had that. I wonder if it's the same guy that said we were sophomoric back in the beginning. Well, actually, we, this is our sophomore year. It, it is. So, so we, we're allowed to be sophomoric. We can't be it. sophomore. We just started our sophomore year. Uh, John, did you? <laughs> it was hilarious. No, but the, the same week that we got the juvenile and sophomoric comment, that was the uh, uh, the, the the comment was. Uh, you're, you know, blah, 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 and you're juvenile and sophomoric, and, and, and I prefer to get my firearms radio from uh, Gun Talk, you know, and, to- and that, was the, that was the week that I, that I guest hosted Gun Talk. <laughs> Did you bring it up? Just let it go. I just, I just thought That's maybe that, that gentleman was out there, and he was listening to Gun Talk that week when I hosted it. <laughs> well, That's good, because you get me there too, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tom Gresham is a good friend of mine, and uh, Gun Talk is an excellent show. Outside of the trivia, there's also another contest that some friends of ours over at Glock uh, contacted us and wanted us to kind of push. They are doing a, I don't know if, how many of you out there have seen their wrong, wrong place videos where one of them is a diner, and Arlie and Ermy is the cook back there, and then two robbers come in, and they're like, give me all your money, and all of a sudden, everyone in the diner turns around with a Glock pointed at them, and Arlie and Ermy turns around and goes, wrong diner. So they're doing a contest for everybody to submit a wrong blank whatever contest. So you do a contest showing the bad guys coming into wrong whatever. Wrong place videos. Wrong place videos. So yeah. if you want it to, it to be a picks. basketball game and... 
it's a basketball game where the special forces are on a team and they all turn around with Glock, whatever, but it's a Glock commercial you're making and they're going to pick the winner and the winner is going to actually get their commercial produced in Hollywood. And they get $5,000. And 5000 bucks. So we're going to post a, chance a link to fly to that. out there and watch them film it. Yep. We're going to post the link to that under the news section in our website. Yeah. yeah you can also to, go to Glock.com. And, but you uh, can go to HTTP colon forward slash forward slash B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash one D-W-T-S K-G. Um Please stop. To enter the contest. I've tried to get him. He won't. He loves doing it. Listen, people can hit pause and rewind to, to get Over it. and over and over and, and over. And they'll do it, too. 417-8. We'll post it on our Facebook, too. So we'll post it a few different places so you have a link to go do that. So there's that contest. And we posted on Facebook this week that we finally got our T-shirts made. So if you go to our website... Go to the shop section. You can buy those T-shirts on there. Go to Facebook. There's links there. Yep. Twitter, and they're pretty slick Instagram. T-shirts. I'm actually wearing one right now. And they're comfortable. It's that thinner, real soft cotton uh, material. And uh, they're nice shirts. Do does Zeke and Left Hand have Student of the Gun T-shirts? Uh, we were told we were going to have them about four or five months ago. I don't know if that was that long ago. Actually, somebody somebody said, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to order a PLS. And I told the shipping department to wait until the PLS order came in and then throw oh, the shirts in there. Oh, gotcha. And it, and it, it never came through. I don't know if it came through or not. So uh, I'll have to check with the shipping department and, and find out. No, it didn't come through yet. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, so, so I don't need to follow the, uh, the, no, the shipping guy? No, no. You don't need to But, uh, yeah, you, you can get shirts off our website without ordering a PLS. <laughs> Oh, really? Okay, okay, I got you, I got you, I got you. No PLS need. But we want to thank our sponsors, too. We've got... Uh, and we ran into them at uh, SHOT Show, too. Yeah. yeah. Who? Our sponsors. Oh, yes, we did. Oh, really? <laughs> That's crazy talk. <laughs> so we've got US Elite Gear, us-elitegear.com. Enter the code TALKINGLED at checkout for a discount. ICE Training. That's ICE Training.us. It's our buddy Rob Pincus, which we had a great time at the show with him. Thank yep. you, Rob, for uh, introducing us to all the the guys and gals that you introduced us to. Also, All or Nothing Tattoo Studio. That's allornothingtattoo.com and their gun-friendly merchandise store, strangleholdmerch.com. Holder and Green Professional Real Estate Services, HG Press, for all your Middle Tennessee real estate needs. Get in touch with those guys. You can call them at 1-800-615-1840, extension 2222. Not pew, 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 pew. It's two, 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 two. <laughs> I'm glad you clarified that. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. And, uh, of course, uh, if you go to our website and you click on Rescue Ranch Event, what can you do there, Left Hand? Well, by golly, you've got a chance to win a customized, engraved, and Cerakoted AR-15 from head down rifles. $1,300 value that you can win for... Anywhere from twenty five to, to less 20 than twenty dollars, yep. depending on the increments that you, that you do. And but. your odds are awesome right now, so go do it. Do it, do it. Make us look good, it's so an, they'll invite us back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jared. What do you need to say, well, Jared? I was just going to ask. Well, we're wrapping up now, but I wanted to ask you guys if we have time to have one more conversation. Son Absolutely. of a. <laughs> Yes, go ahead. We will converse. Is that a yes? Yeah. Okay, well, 
we, Dad, me, and Zach, my brother, were going out to eat the other night, and we pulled up at the restaurant we were going to go to. And we walked up to the door, and there was a, uh, a sign that said, no firearms or weapons. So we, as the people that we are, we didn't go in there and um, give this business our money. But you know what you did do? You posted a picture on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. See, you follow the Instagram. See? I'm glad I told I'm, you. that makes two two people. Are so we, you're going to out this company? I, I want to know your what. give the listeners some advice. If they walk up to a store that has this sign on there, what should they do? Walk away. But in addition, they just walk away. Yeah, I, that doesn't help. Um, educate well, Jared, yeah, Jared only told part of the story. We went inside, and they said uh, party of three, and I said, actually, no, it's going to be party of zero. <laughs> I said, we saw your sign out front, and we've decided not to patronize your establishment. Have a nice night. Yeah, And uh, there was only like two tables in there that were taken. So um, there's, well, There was a card I saw someone make. It oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Let him finish. Go ahead. Oh, you're, you're talking to Sorry, me Paul. about letting people finish? Yeah. Mr. Interruption King? Who do I interrupt? Everyone. Oh, <laughs> second fight of the year. It's season no, two. We have those cards. We have the, the no guns, no money cards. Maybe it was y'all that we got that from. I don't know. Is Maybe. It, is it like really professionally worded? Like, Well, yeah. There's lots of them out there. A lot of the, uh, the state concealed carry organizations yeah. have made them up. And uh, it's essentially... You, know, you just and you don't have to be mean about it. You don't have to be nasty when you go in. Say, you know, I just want to let you know that I will not be patronizing your store, and this is why. Yeah. And I actually went. I, I went to pick up a uh, a bottle of Johnny Walker Double Black because a a, a re- new friend had actually recommended that I pick up the Double Black, and so I walked up to this liquor store and I saw the sign, and you know, my, and I thought, well, forget it. I'll just go somewhere else. No, I'll, I'll go in. So I walked inside and I asked him where the Walker products were and she, the lady pointed to him and, and I asked if they had platinum and she goes, oh yeah, we have platinum in stock. And I went over and I looked at it and I priced them, see how much they were going for. And she goes, you find everything you, you need? And I said, I sure did. I said, yep. I said, but uh, I noticed your sign out front and based upon that, I've decided not to spend any money here in your store and I handed her a card and you thought I like took a poop on the floor. <laughs> she, she really got you know, she really got indignant. She took looked at the card, she flipped it over once, twice, she goes, I don't want this and she tossed it back at me. And I was like, Well, I don't care if you really want it or not. Uh, she um, she probably just thought she was gonna, you know, get herself a hundred and five dollar sale on Scotch and she got a zero sale. Yeah. But uh well, I went just actually across the highway to another place called Drinks, D-R-I-N-X, in D'Iberville, Mississippi. And guess what? They don't have any signs up. So I bought my scotch from them. And it's really as simple as that. You know, let your, you know, let your money do your talking for you. Right. And you, know, you don't have to be mean. You don't have to be nasty. But just but let them know. Say, point, hey, you made if a you decision. Yeah, if you don't walk away, I mean, if you just walk away without letting them know that they lost business, then it doesn't really affect them. And one thing that I've done before, I've only done it once, I need to do it more often, is there was a restaurant we went to, and it had the sign on there. And we didn't go in. I refused to go in. And we went across. It was actually in a mall where they had the restaurants catty-cornered to each other. The other restaurant in the mall did not have the sign. So we ate there. I left walked over with the receipt and handed it to the manager and said, this could have been yours, but because of that sign, I didn't spend my money here. And yeah. that, was, that was pretty effective. Yeah, You got you to well, let them know that they're losing business because of yeah. that. Yeah, and one thing that I was enlightened to was that here locally in, in Biloxi, I guess the 
Biloxi police chief is one that came up with these stupid signs, but then they, they distributed them to the, all the businesses. Well, from what I was told, they made it sound like the businesses had to put them up if they served alcohol at all, not just if they're or, or if they even sold alcohol. Yeah. But yeah. That's what I'm saying. Which so, is not the case. So as a as an individual, you need to go into the business, and it's it's your responsibility to uh, educate the business, you know, on why you're not giving them your money, and and maybe you could go a little bit farther and tell them if if you know the laws locally, then enlighten them, and maybe they didn't know them. Well, and there's there's also businesses out there, for instance, Buffalo Wild Wings. They leave it up to the franchisee. And I was panicked when I walked up to a Buffalo Wild Wings because that's one of my favorite places to eat. And yeah. I saw the sign and I was like, no! One of those drop to my knees screaming moments. Yeah. But then Left Hand told me that the one in Murfreesboro didn't have the sign. Mm-hmm. And I checked. So we, we will drive 20 minutes to that Buffalo Wild Wings and not go to another one just because of that reason. Because the other one, the one in Murfreesboro is... is you know, gun friendly. Yeah. Well, ours Jer- used to have a sign on there, but they took it down because literally every, I would like to think I had something to do with that. Cause every time I drove by there, I would stop and I would give them a card and say, this is why I'm doing this. Yeah. And they, it's not there anymore. So hopefully there was a bunch of people that did that. But anyway, yeah. that, that was, I just wanted to give the listeners some advice on what to do. If they see a sign, don't just walk away, let them know uh, that they lost your business or, or yeah, what and, they and can don't, do to- don't be one of these, you know, empty SKS guys and, and use it as a, as an opportunity to grandstand. No, you know, that's, that's what we don't need. We don't need you to go out there grandstanding. Just tell them, say, Hey, this is money and you're not getting any of it. You know, they're small businesses. They count their customers. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And you, you make a good point by, by going in there and letting them know instead of just walking away. Good advice. Good conversation, Jared. Yeah. I, w- I was dreading talking longer, but Hey, it paid off. <laughs> <laughs> all right remember you're a beginner once you should be a student for life and as always left hand i am a student of the gun <laughs> yes i'm zeke with talking lead and i am a student of the gun i'm buck daniels country music superstar and i am a student of the gun all right now y'all got to do the keep your firearms closer well actually one of y'all because y'all screwed it up like crazy last week last yeah time. Paul, you do it. I'll, yeah. <laughs> All right. And Let's as always, the first part. Huh? Let's let them do the first part. Y'all want to do the first part? Keep your loved ones close. Keep your friends close. <laughs> keep, keep your loved ones close. They're going to screw this up, too. Keep your loved ones close. Yeah. yeah. So just say, just say, and as always, talking lead. No, as keep always, Jared. So, Paul, you say, and as always, Jared. And as always, Jared. And in unison, say, keep your loved ones close. They, they can't do unison. <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear me? Now we can hear you. Hello. There he is. Ah, I hear you. I hear Buck Daniels. (laughs) Famous country music western singer star. I think I'm going to leave this whole cluster in the end of the show. (laughs) And I am a student of the gun. Well, I heard a ding, and then I lost you guys. (laughs) And now I hear you again. So, So as always, Jared? Keep your loved ones close. And, and, keep your fire, you know, and keep your firearms closer. You <laughs> and keep your fire. <laughs> say it again, Jared. Paul's got to say it too. Three, two. Keep your loved ones close. And keep, keep your, your firearms, firearms closer. closer. <laughs>
I'm leaving it.